And welcome back to Fix the Money. I'm Yael Ososki, co-collaborator here at the Fix the Money Studios, which is a very mobile. And uh, I'm very privileged to be speaking with Daniel Winkelhammer. Uh, he is um, one of the, the top heads here at the 21 Bitcoin app. Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm fine. Thanks. How are you? You know, I'm doing excellent. It's uh, great to talk to you. You're a co-founder of the 21 Bitcoin app, which uh, if anyone has listened to this program, this podcast, whether it be in Nico's interviews, have, have heard me pitch before. So we'll get into the uh, specifics of that. Uh, but we're releasing this and putting this out on the 13th of September, this beautiful Wednesday, because you guys happen to have a brand new release out on the market. Uh, give us a, a little preview uh, before people hit that update or download button to let us know what's uh, kind of new in this edition. Yeah, sure. So uh, we have been working a lot and hard uh, for the past months and, and building and improving our uh, whole platform. And we are happy to, to really um, uh, yeah, release uh, the, the 21 Bitcoin app 2.0. So uh, it's it's our biggest release yet and um, yeah basically um, we are bringing the the mobile Bitcoin experience to a whole nother level in in our opinion so um, we have implemented highly requested features um, and combined it with, with all the proven functionality that we already had in the app and uh, now have a really more intuitive user experience and also um, features that really give you as a user the flexibility to buy uh, and trade and save Bitcoin uh, as you want. All right, perfect. Well, we'll get into the uh, particulars of it because um, I'm very excited to mess around with it. Uh, before we do, though, want to give some background to some of the listeners. I know that you've been on Nico's German language program. Um, and by the way, you have the best name for an English speaker who wants to to learn how to Winkelhammer. So uh, give, us, give us a little bit of a background. I know you were a little bit in uh, sort of finance and, and tech before, but what was your background that kind of gave you this, uh, this oomph, this lust to create a, a new kind of Bitcoin-only brokerage? Yeah, sure. So uh, my background is, uh, like you mentioned, uh, part, partly financial, partly tech, uh, tech uh, background. So I started in a school uh, in Salzburg where I'm also based um, a tech school uh, which is called HTL in, in Austria. So it's, it's a higher uh, school form where you um, learn to program and you're, you're really um, educated to be a developer. And uh, basically after that I went to Vienna uh, to the capital of, of uh, Austria to study uh, more like economics and finance. So I started business and technology there uh, on the Economic University of Vienna. And uh, yeah, uh, then started my, my fiat journey, I guess. So uh, I started with uh, insurance companies um, like uh, Allianz Versicherung. So uh, and was like an internal consultant there um, helping to develop the core uh, insurance system and bring it to, to more countries uh, where Allianz is based. And uh, then switched to uh, another consulting role um, based in Salzburg, where I worked at uh, big banks like the Porsche Bank and uh, also Red Bull and uh, did there some IT project management and consulting. So um, that's, that's how I got started in the financial world. But um, 
uh, Bitcoin hit me uh, at first in school. Um, so I think it was 2010 or 11 um, when one of our classmates uh, told us uh, that he's paying his servers uh, for uh, for hosting like like wikis uh, with Bitcoin. And uh, so that that was my first touch point, but I really didn't uh, investigate it further. So uh, I was pretty young there uh, at the time and uh, I needed some more touch points. And uh, Bitcoin finally got me uh, when it uh, broke $1,000 again in early 2017, I think. And then it really uh, struck me. So I, I consumed every podcast and every article there was out there. There were not as many as, as today, but uh, yeah, Trace Mayer and, and also uh, Seyfedin and, and, and so on had like uh, good material. And from there on, uh, the Bitcoin virus infected me. And uh, yeah, basically, uh, end of 2019, I came together with my co-founder, um, who I also met in school. So we know each other for half of our lives, so for 15 years. And uh, we had the idea to, to make an easy Bitcoin-only service where really our friends and family uh, could be onboarded to Bitcoin. Um, because uh, at that time, there were no easy services available. All, uh, there were only like the big uh, casinos and, and shitcoin uh, brokerages. And we thought to ourselves, yeah, let's do it, make it easy and uh, let's start uh, 21 Bitcoin. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, I, I can attest to that. Uh, in the early days, um, at least in, in Austria, I remember the only place you could really get it, uh, and I'm talking like 2013 or something, was uh, Bitcoin.de, uh, sort of like yeah. early old school peer-to-peer, -peer, uh, just like random e-bonds that you're sending stuff to. And uh, you are right, the UX was not intuitive and you had to do everything through your bank and it was a bit strange. Uh, but, you know we have a new revolution of these new apps and you know, you've been able to put this out onto the market and you've been able to see a lot of data that perhaps those of us who are Bitcoiners who are, you know, maybe we're watching charts or we're watching news or we're just, you know, stacking sats and not looking around. You have a lot of data seeing people who are stacking sats, selling it. And, and I know that one uh, kind of feature that you have is this like hodl mode thing <laughs> where you have a lot of people who just, you know, buy only like just gray out the sell button, don't even touch it. Uh, but what, what are the kind of insights that you've gotten uh, just on the app analytics wise, uh, seeing people buying, selling, you know, are people when the price is, let's say, lower coming in like crazy or when the price goes up, people going in? What, what does that kind of look like? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. So uh, we started in the, in the midst of the bear market um, early last year. And so we've, we've been only uh, available in the, in the bear market, but we, we don't experience it like that. So um, we are growing like crazy. So uh, over the last months, uh, I guess we tripled our revenue and also um, doubled our volume. And also the user growth is, is pretty significant um, for doing virtually no marketing, which uh, I guess speaks uh, for our product. Um, but... But yes, uh, for, for the insights, uh, we have a lot of people who are really uh, DCAing, stacking sets regularly. So we, we see it. Uh, people who signed up uh, one year ago are still uh, stacking sets uh, to this day and every month. And uh, basically, we don't have uh, we don't have sales. So uh, I think I, I posted a, a, a chart um, last week on Twitter. 
um, where we uh, showed that we have a buy side percentage of uh, 99% uh, in the in the last months. So uh, people are really stacking like crazy. And what we also experience is if the price dips, as you said, um, people are, are really buying it up. So uh, we have a cool feature. Uh, we integrated SEPA Instant into our platform so you can really fund your account up to 100,000 euros uh, in seconds um, from your bank account. And uh, people really love it and use it. And once the price dips uh, 5% or so, um, our volume spikes. So that's really crazy. And uh, I, have to, average... I have to go back. I have to go to that SEPA Instant thing because I think that's yeah. something that uh, you just don't have with many platforms. And many Americans just don't understand how awesome and quick this is. Uh, just seeing how fast... You know, you could be watching the chart, something happens, boom, drop it in. And the fact that you're able to integrate that and, and do so, it means that you, in the background, have been building partnerships, you know, you have the right accounts, you have all this stuff. So you're set up on a side that allows people uh, to be able to accumulate and acquire that Bitcoin like much better. I, I think that's, that's wonderful. I'd love to see a lot of other platforms do it or just people be more aware. Uh, but it's definitely true. You, you've kind of tapped into... Uh, this user base of, of obviously Europeans, you know, who use SEPA, but it it works really quickly and fast, and it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I also think we are one of the uh, only Bitcoin uh, platforms that, that have the capability. That's also because uh, we have put a lot of really a lot of effort building partnerships with with banks and also building strategic partnerships. So we partnered with the German uh, Volksbank, Raiffeisenbank, uh, Bayern Mitte, uh, which uh, they also understand Bitcoin. They are also uh, providing Bitcoin services to their customers. And this really gives us the advantage to, to really have a strong field side. So um, we also don't experience a lot of problems with, uh, with transactions uh, coming uh, to 21 Bitcoin. So we heard that from, from other services um, that they get blocked or, uh, for example, if you want to send to Binance, um, your, your transactions get checked. So we don't have these problems as much. And uh, yeah, our customers love it. And um, I think we have a really unique setup. So um, we also set up a trustee relationship. So even if you, uh, disclaimer, not your keys, not your coins, but uh, some people want to leave like, like uh, 1,000 euros uh, in, in Bitcoin on 21 Bitcoin and the cool feature with our platform or the legal setup, how it's uh, set up is um, that the coins are ultimately owned by you. So we have a trustee relationship um, with your coins. So even if in the, in the case, uh, let's say 21 Bitcoin uh, goes, goes down, um, even in that case, uh, your assets will be separated from our company assets and will uh, belong to you. So, uh, and that's, that's in, like in the legal structure, the way that you've kind of put together both the company and, and where you hold those assets, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, I think that's pretty important. Um, many of us, uh, I know a, a lot of uh, American friends have been getting uh, those emails. They're part of these, you know, big trials now, class action suits, BlockFi, Celsius, uh, not even mentioning FTX, uh, you know, the ability to not actually have access to that is is pretty important and you spoke about not your keys not your coin i mean um the withdrawal features that you guys have are pretty automatic you know you're able to set that up with uh you know 
output out address, be able to send it very quickly. Uh, I don't think I've ever had an issue with any of the fees, uh, even during like the super high fee market. But overall, it seems as if you're kind of set up to where you have your customer base that might be people who want to leave stuff there, but then others who want to stack it on their hard wallet or whatever it might be. Yeah, I think uh, there, there we also have a like a really unique approach. We want to give our customers the the most flexible way to really uh, secure their Bitcoin, uh, not only buy their Bitcoin, but all, also secure it. So uh, we have called a feature uh, auto wallet transfer. You can basically set a limit in, in the app. And uh, once that limit uh, hits, so for example, you say, uh, I want to store like uh, 0.1 Bitcoin on 21 Bitcoin. But if it uh, gets gets higher than that, uh, uh, automatic uh, withdrawal is triggered uh, to your to your external wallet if you if you want it, and uh, also like the withdrawals are pretty fast. So um, we are paying the the network fees for you and only charge you one thousand sets. Uh, regard, uh, yeah, not not really uh, charging you over over fees if if the network fees are really high. And you will get your transfer uh, included in the next block, which is uh, quite fast. Oh, that's and a very also, good subsidy, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, people love it and uh, really use it. Uh, I think uh, more more than sixty percent of our users really use um, uh, the app uh, in a non-custodial fashion, and that's also why we have integrated a, a non-custodial mode. Uh, we call it non-custodial mode in the app two point which we release uh, next week. And uh, with that, you can uh, enable the non-custodial mode and uh, yeah, integrate your hardware wallet, for example, and every purchase will get sent uh, to your, to your uh, wallet instantly. Can I create also a software wallet there? Will I also be able to like, generate a seed or no? In the 21 Bitcoin app, we don't do that because we think um, it's, it's more secure if you have your own, own, own device uh, software wallet or hardware wallet uh, typically we recommend uh, uh, that that people uh, integrate their, their hardware wallet and also give uh, like like support um, with a great support feature you can directly reach our, one of our bitcoin experts um, in 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 the app in, in the chat and uh, they help you set up your uh, setup so you can hold your keys uh, for yourself Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And then we got uh, multiple uses. Well, uh, we've got this kind of new update. There's obviously a lot of building that is happening generally across Bitcoin right now. There's been a lot of improvements um, in things like Lightning. And um, I know that um, I think you guys uh, held uh, one of the Bitcoin meetups in Vienna, I think over the summer at the Hermannstrandbar, which is very cool. Uh, just where I normally go for the uh, Kashbal puppet shows with my daughters. But uh, uh, you had a meetup there and, you know, people were able to buy beer using Lightning, which is awesome. Um, I've, I've tried to onboard, you know, other people in my life onto Lightning. It's been a bit more difficult. You know, not everybody can run, you know, Raspberry Pis and servers and use Linux and stuff like that. But the custodial apps online are getting better. Um, so how do you kind of see lightning integration for um, whether it be the 21 Bitcoin experience or once people leave the platform to go elsewhere? Yeah, uh, we are actively working on, on our own lightning integration since beginning of this year. So 
we basically had uh, the proof of concept uh, ready um, for the uh, Bitcoin Prague conference in, in, in this, this summer. So um, we have it already ready. Um, we could release it, but um, we are talking to, to our regulators in Austria um, to really make it uh, yeah, ready, ready uh, also from a compliance and regulatory standpoint. But um, we are ready to implement it. And um, we think we also have a unique approach uh, in, in providing lightning services because um, in, in the new app, um, you don't have to struggle with different balances. You don't have to like uh, switch between on-chain and off-chain. You simply scan an invoice or a on-chain uh, address and to the 21 Bitcoin app will um, auto automatically uh, pay that. So uh, you can also, you will also um, have the, the option to add LN URLs or LN addresses and really have a smooth experience uh, using Bitcoin, not worrying about uh, do I need to have like channels open, do I need to uh, balance my, my liquidity. We really uh, want to make it as easy as possible for people to have their own uh, yeah, keys and, and can use Bitcoin the way they want. So on the roadmap, you have the ability to withdraw to LN addresses? Yeah. Wow, that's wild. That is a that is a rare diamond uh, <laughs> when it comes to this stuff. Uh, you know, we barely see integration of LN addresses. You know, apart from like Noster and a couple of things. I, I know that there there are some uh, pools like mining pools that have talked about it. You know, some prefer to use things like uh, you know Paynim Bit Forty Seven, but to use more LN addresses would be really interesting. And you know, I'm always very big on the podcasting 2.0 train. Uh, I've pushed Nico a lot in that direction. I'm a, I'm a huge proponent. I, you know, hopefully people are listening using something like Podverse or Fountain uh, to be able to listen to this, and you can boost at any time. Um, and I love that there's so much expansion of LN addresses, but you know, it's always in a very particular area. You know, it's with podcasting or with Noster or something else. You're not seeing it across the entire ecosystem. I think it is because of the various issues with how you set these up. And essentially how you have to layer um, the different you know, capacity and you have to tell the wallet and invoice. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not the, not the tech guy on this, but uh, it's exciting to know that you have something like that on the roadmap, because that means that you, know, you're not, you didn't just set up an app uh, however many years ago and just set it on you know, autopilot. You guys are also keeping up with the innovation that's happening in the broader Bitcoin ecosystem. Yeah, so uh, like all things we do, we want to make it really easy for the end user. So that's, that's also our goal for the Lightning integration. And uh, as I said, so it, it will be really, really easy um, to, to add your LN URL or LN address. And you can also uh, stack right, right onto it. So uh, there, there's practically no limit um, for sending out funds to your, to your Lightning wallet. Um, you don't have to manage anything and, and really have a nice user experience. And, and yeah, I, I think also for from an end, end user experience, um, Lightning is, is pretty important because it really makes a Bitcoin instant. And uh, for, for showing other people um, how this network works, uh, Lightning is, is key because uh, it, it is really the aha moment uh, when, you, when you send a transaction and instantly it pops up um, by, uh, at the receiver. 
So do you have a go-to sort of uh, mobile uh, Lightning wallet that you use, or you just kind of uh, juggle between all of them? Yeah, uh, since since we, we uh, draw a lot of experience from other uh, products, uh, of course, um, I, I really use use all of them, but I'm a big um, fan of Phoenix. And uh, also for easy use, uh, I know it's custodial, but uh, Wallet of Satoshi, uh, I think, um, just works. And uh, that's also um, what we want to have for 21 Bitcoin. It should it should work, and you you should uh, you shouldn't have any issues sending, buying, selling Bitcoin. Yeah, Wallet of Satoshi is always a strange one. Like no one knows who runs it. I, I don't think anybody has has ever met anybody there. Uh, but they have offered a very good product for people to use. It's quick and easy, and uh, very easy onboarding. I mean, I did reserve my. Uh, LN address there. So I'm Yael at whatever wallet is Satoshi. Uh, but, but you mentioned one thing earlier that we have to dive into because, you know, you, you mentioned the tech, um, sort of the, the finance setup, bank accounts, uh, but you have to deal a lot with uh, sort of the legal and political side because you got you have regulations on what you do. Uh, it's no secret that you have to try to figure out how to offer this legally in the, uh, whether it be the European system or the Austrian system. Uh, so what is that kind of uh, interaction with regulators uh, in terms of providing information? Are you having to check in every month with something? Was this like a huge burden or have you guys kind of automated this in, in a way that you can focus more on building the product itself rather than, you know, whatever, <laughs> trying to talk to the government every now and then? Um, yeah, so I guess it's it, it's a big part um, because um, we are in a space uh, that is really new and innovative. So um, the regulators uh, not uh, or they don't know how to to really handle it. Um, and I think it's important to really bring facts to the table and to discuss um, these issue these these issues. And we are in regular meetings with, with the regulators um, explaining how Lightning works, how the channel management works, um, how can you really uh, uh, like um, compare it to, to financial products that are already available in the legacy financial markets and to, to, give, to give them um, some insights. So I guess that's, that's also a big part of our work. So we're really trying to push the limits and we want to be uh, on the forefront in Europe uh, and in Austria to, to really have like innovation here. So we have big players here like uh, Bitpanda, Confinity, 21Bitcoin. And I think we have a good setup and uh, are really pushing, pushing the limits there. And I'm hopeful that we can release our Lightning integration uh, later this year. Um, I think we've done a good job educating them and... Uh, really also can provide it in a way that's not um, privacy intrusive or uh, like hindering the, the innovation. Fix the Money is brought to you by 21Bitcoin, the easy way to buy, sell, save and send Bitcoin. 21Bitcoin is a Bitcoin only app, not an exchange. There's no distractions. There's an individual savings plan, very low fees, first class personal support and a German bank account. Based in the Austrian Alps, it's available now throughout Europe. Download now using the code FIXTHEMONEY to get up to 20% off your fees over there on 21bitcoin.app. Not your keys, not your coins. You need a hardware wallet signing device. Check out the Bitbox O2. 
Swiss made, secure, beautiful, open source, Tor support, Bitcoin only, and an all around outstanding product. Use the code FIXTHEMONEY on shiftcrypto.ch to get 5% off. That's the Bitbox O2 Fix the Money. I, I give you kudos. Um, you know, I've, I've done a little bit of Bitcoin education with legislators. Uh, oftentimes it's, it's been a bit difficult because uh, they, you know, obviously heard the old tropes of, um, you know, the drug dealers, money laundering, you know, all the worst stuff. Uh, but today this is an actual important asset used by many people. And if you have the largest asset manager in the world, BlackRock, that's, you know, tried to figure out a way to sell this on the open market, uh, we're, we're kind of a, a completely different age. Um, you know, for regulation on lightning, that is one that I think has not really yet been handled. And uh, we talked on Fix the Money with uh, Brian Holman, uh, who's an attorney about uh, Mika uh, markets and crypto assets, uh, this uh, wondrous uh, regulation from the European Union uh, <laughs> that deals with uh, crypto assets and uh, crypto brokers such as yourself. I know that there were some conversations about this and there are a number of people, um, we'll say they're affiliated with the central coin companies. I won't name names, but they've often floated the idea of there needs to be additional uh, regulation and taxation specifically on lightning, which um, I I'm very worried about that because I think lightning is still in a way an experiment that, you know, we're all messing with trying to balance liquidity using different apps, setting it up on Raspberry Pi or an app, you know, we're still figuring this out and already there are regulations on it. I'm not going to ask for your comment on that, but, but in terms of uh, educating lawmakers, you know, do they, do they see this more from the side of innovation? Do they see it more as competition to traditional fiat system? Or do you think they were able to kind of set it in a box that made it a bit easier for them to understand? Uh, I can only speak um, um, for, for all regulators and uh, for all contact persons there. And what I can say is uh, that they really have a good understanding of Bitcoin. So um, uh, especially uh, the on-chain stuff uh, is really good uh, understood by them. And yeah, like I said, we are uh, in, in talks uh, beginning since beginning um, of this year uh, explaining Lightning. And I think we also um, have, have a common ground now and they, they understand it. Uh, I'm aware of, of these issues uh, that you have mentioned, but um, from an from, uh, Austrian standpoint, I think um, we are pushing against it and uh, they, they also understand that this is something uh, different and uh, if, you, if you really over-regulate it, you will kill the innovation. So uh, I guess they're, they're also like a, a, a bit um, cautious because uh, nobody really does it. Uh, so there's no definitive uh, regulation for Lightning, but uh, we see good progress and we think um, yeah, that, that we can uh, have good compromises, which, which will uh, drive the industry and, and also Lightning in, in Europe. I love that you bring up the national regulators. They obviously have more of a connection to uh, to individuals, to companies, to firms, they're able to get a much deeper understanding, uh, yet a lot of the regulations uh, and uh, we'll, we'll say uh, centralized affairs are kind of planned from uh, from our, our beautiful European capital, Brussels. So apart from that, um, <laughs> we're looking into the future, positive stuff. Um, there are a lot of things that are, are changing with Bitcoin. There are a lot of things that are 
Um, I mentioned before sort of the ETF stuff. That is much more Nico's uh, wheelhouse of uh, general Bitcoin as a finance product that will be available. Um, there are versions of ETFs that already exist in Europe. Uh, but, you know, what are you most excited about? Because, uh, you know, we see some adoption um, definitely with online use of Bitcoin. Uh, now you're able to, and I do that all the time, paying for servers, uh, buying T-shirts online. Uh, in person is a different story. It's getting better. Uh, you know, we're kind of orange pilling one business at a time. Uh, that is a brick and mortar, as it were. Uh, but, you know, what are you kind of excited about? Is it more on the tech side? Is it adoption side? Where, where do you kind of see uh, your your biggest excitement about Bitcoin right now? Um, yeah, honestly, I, I, I would say lightning because uh, it's it's such a fascinating uh, uh, topic. And also uh, the innovation happening there is, is, is so great and uh, so fast. Um, we see a lot of new improvements also from the like depositing side, um, we are also um, looking at how can we in integrate uh, Lightning deposits in the future. So for the first version, um, we are going to offer Lightning withdrawals, but also um, this is something where we where we have a look and and uh, the the tech um, gets better by the day, and it's 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 really fascinating how many people and how many really intelligent people are working on these issues and um, making our life as a service provider or a brokerage uh, easier um, as, as time progresses. And also, um, I'm excited um, for, for Mika. So uh, I think uh, this will be difficult for us, but also uh, we see it as a huge opportunity. So Mika will uh, unify the whole European Union uh, regulation for, for crypto asset service providers like, like us. So once we get the Mika license, we are really able to tackle the whole European market. So currently, we are only focused on Austria and really do our marketing activities there. But um, once we have like the legal and regulatory clarity um, that is useful for, for a company like uh, 21Bitcoin, we can really expand our business and uh, dive into other markets and, and uh, really provide services around Europe. Yeah, and I think uh, from our, our past podcast conversation with Brian Holman, who's at uh, Stadler Ferkel, a uh, legal firm, uh, he had mentioned that, you know, a lot of the focus of, of Mika is a lot on new listings of coins and stable coins. And uh, in a way that you guys are kind of saved because you're not going to, as far as I know, uh, you're not going to be <laughs> listing uh, many other tokens or coins uh, on your platform. You're staying to Bitcoin only. Um, so in a way, it, it does help you because... Yeah, the rules are being written, uh, laid out, but in a way, there is a clear path for for Bitcoin. Uh, I, I just, I've I've been very frustrated with the process. You know, it's politics. It's um, it's a lot of negotiating. It's a lot of things that uh, normal, ordinary European citizens don't necessarily get a voice in. Uh, but I think you're right that the regulatory certainty is uh, definitely a good thing. Um, you know, when it comes to the other platforms, and um, you call them crypto casinos. Uh, do you see, you know, integration? Do you see a lot of people coming over from some of these platforms? Uh, I, I don't know in terms of referrals. And, and by the way, our code is fix the money for twenty one Bitcoin, twenty um, percent off all your fees. And you 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 have a lot of people who were using things like Binance or were using things like Coinbase, and they've seen some of the issues, whether uh, regulatory or accounts being shut down or restrictions uh, or just you know 
constant emails about some strange token and yield farming or something like that. Do you see people who are coming onto the platform who previously were on these others? Yeah, definitely. So uh, we, we see it really like uh, uh, if, if major news uh, occur, um, really a lot of people are switching uh, to, to services that only offer Bitcoin and, and we see it um, in 21 Bitcoin also. So we recently conducted um, some interviews with um, uh, customers um, I think we, we made like 15 interviews with, with uh, customers that have been uh, new or uh, already uh, are stacking uh, a long time. So we, we tried to have a diverse um, sample and uh, they are telling us, yeah, they uh, almost all probably have started um, with a with other service, um, but uh, they are really intrigued, intrigued by the yeah, uh, SEPA on Binance, maybe SEPA got shut down or they heard some news um, that the SEC is suing uh, like Coinbase or other uh, crypto uh, exchanges. And that's that's also, um, I think, where we can provide like uh, a secure framework. Um, we are regulated, we are based in Austria, we have a German bank account, so you don't have to send money abroad. Um, we only focus on Bitcoin, which is a fundamental value, um, which we believe will help us in the future, like you mentioned, um, also from a regulatory standpoint, uh, which makes it easier to, to comply with and uh, to, to offer better services. And yeah, that's definitely um, something that we are seeing. So you're uh, now making your living from Bitcoin, you're Bitcoin CEO, if that's right. <laughs> uh, so, you know, this was not imaginable 10 years ago to have uh, entire firms, companies, businesses uh, providing livelihoods for people uh, connected to Bitcoin. So, you know, you, you kind of went into this, you're interested by um, the tech or some of the economic aspects of Bitcoin. Uh, you know, what is something that you wish you, you knew before you jumped into this whole thing? What, what's something that you think would have helped you uh, before coming along this uh, Bitcoin CEO journey, as it were? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, I, I, was, I was a bit uh, wishful thinking, so I, I thought, yeah, let's make a good product and uh, let's make our users happy. But I didn't expect uh, that it's really that uh, uh, effort uh, from a legal perspective and also from a comp compliance uh, perspective. So we had to do uh, a lot like training and also, um, yeah, uh, uh, like like uh, getting the knowledge and... Uh, what we are seeing is uh, that that also like Bitcoin companies and crypto companies in general are getting more and more like financial companies like banks. Uh, we have to adhere to the same laws or to uh, similar laws, and uh, also with Mika that uh, yeah will will demand more like capital requirements, also more risk management, which is on the one side is good I think for the for the uh, customers because. Uh, there are a lot of companies uh, that we have seen that uh, have uh, had no good risk management or no good legal setup. So uh, on the one side, it's 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 really useful, I guess, but it's making our life not easier. So I would uh, would love to do more on the product side and uh, develop uh, new features than doing uh, like legal stuff. But it is what it is, and I think we have. Um, yeah, we have a good uh, base now and a good framework um, to really uh, get this going in the in the coming years, and which we also see is 
there are a lot of Bitcoin services now and uh, the ecosystem is, is, is growing. Uh, also, if you see um, in, the, in the United States with uh, River, who had a massive uh, a Series B funding round and also Swan Bitcoin. So um, these services are really growing. And I think in the long term, um, yeah, this will be the new financial players and um, will be the big, big companies in the future. Yeah, it's it's been amazing to see River uh, kind of do that, you know, building all their own infrastructure and, and getting all the U.S. licenses. I know that was a very big deal. And, uh, you know, I've tried to write a couple of laws and rules and uh, talk to legislators about making it easier for uh, especially crypto exchanges, Bitcoin exchanges and brokerages to get licenses across the U.S. states. It's a very difficult affair. Uh, it's a it's a strange conundrum of uh, the American experiment that is it is decentralized in some aspects, incredibly centralized in others, uh, and makes it a bit difficult. Uh, but you know, one thing I'm I'm also worrying, uh, not worrying about, but you know, I'm Bitcoin as a social network is an idea that Nico talks a lot about, and I think a lot of people who come into this and perhaps they they use your platform or they listen to this program or read our Substack, you know, they. They think about Bitcoin a lot and they, they have Bitcoin on their mind, but perhaps they don't have Bitcoin around in their, their own IRL in real life. Uh, they might not have friends or family who are into it, so they're kind of online. You know, do you see that there's been an evolution in the Bitcoin social network? I mean, granted, uh, you're about to go to the, to the big BTC conference in Innsbruck, which is, I believe, the largest German-speaking uh, one in Deutschbachenraum. Uh, but you know, do you see the Bitcoin social network evolving. I, I know that you've been to a lot of conferences. Um, I saw you in Prague, which is awesome. But do you see that that's also growing? Or, or do you think there's kind of a, a silent stacking majority that's out there that doesn't even know that there's a social network out there? Um, yeah, so so uh, I, I guess what, what, what I'm experiencing is uh, in the, in the German speaking uh, region, uh, there are a lot of these uh, 21 meetups, so like local community groups um, in, in every major city, uh, which, which are, have, have regular meetings. And uh, we have one in Salzburg, for example, which is really growing a lot. So um, I, I remember um, two years ago, uh, I think I visited uh, the, the, the first meeting there in Salzburg and we were like seven people. And now the group is, is like uh, 40 or 50 people. Um, so, and, and that's also what, what I'm hearing from, from other cities as well. So I know in, in Vienna, um, the Einundzwanzig group is, is pretty active and we've been there also. Uh, so I think for the German speaking market, there's uh, extremely uh, high growth in, in, in these social networks. Yeah. Yeah, the Vienna one is just a bit hard for dads and uh, people with kids because it's always like a, a Tuesday night or something like this. It makes it a bit difficult. Uh, but yeah, that, that's been definitely cool to see it, especially with the conferences. Uh, you know, you're able to bring a lot of people um, who, you know, normally you would never get to meet or see and uh, probably come from incredibly different backgrounds. I think that's the most important thing, because I remember in the very beginning, at least when I was in, it was uh, me and all the other libertarians who happened to, you know, also like technology and you know we were into this for austrian economics uh you know the the whole uh nationalschule and we were very into the ideas that powered bitcoin uh but now it's kind of being opened up uh, sort of in your conversation with uh, new customers or people that you've met 
you know, what is bringing people to Bitcoin now? Is it a lot of concern about the economic situation? Uh, we still have very high inflation in Austria. Uh, energy inflation is not going away. Believe me, I just paid my energy bills. But, you know, are, are people coming into it because of, of sort of the financial situations? Is it still the technologies, the philosophy? Uh, wh what are you kind of seeing from your recent interactions of why people are coming in? Yeah, definitely. So inflation, I think, is the biggest driver. So we have a lot of people um, that are coming to our platform and are not like full Bitcoiners yet. Um, so they're, they're tip their toe and uh, try to diversify the portfolio a bit and uh, are looking for a trusted, uh, secure platform to, to really step into Bitcoin. And um, yeah, our, our goal is to really uh, educate them on, the, on this journey. And what we are seeing is uh, that uh, people that uh, learn about it are really investing uh, a lot more. And uh, this is also like a progress uh, which we are seeing. But uh, the financial aspect, I think, is, 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 is the greatest part um, which we are experiencing. And yeah, we, we also are, um, we, we also have like a lot of customers that are, I would say, a bit older. So not the, the youngest guys, like 18 or 20 years old. So like really 60, 70, we have customers who are 80 plus. And um, yeah, the, they also have money and uh, they, they, they want to try like um, what it is, uh, how, how Bitcoin is, is like handled. And we are happy to, to support them, like setting up their, their Bitbox or their hardware wallets. And uh, yeah, that's, that's a trend that we are seeing. So that, that really like boomers and, and Gen X are diving into Bitcoin. Oh boy, Daniel, 21 Bitcoin and uh, boomers. Uh, that's a great new, uh, that, I think that that is really interesting specifically with, um, you know, a lot of the, the Central European history around gold. Uh, obviously gold was for a long time and it has been in the German speaking areas and the people who know a little bit about inflation, uh, sort of their go-to asset. But Bitcoin is, is something very new and it has all the same properties and even better properties, digital being able to send it. Um, so Daniel, it's been a great conversation. I know you've got a, a lot of building and uh, talking to legislators that you need to do. Uh, but yeah, what, what are your kind of your, your final insights, um, things that you're, you're kind of working on that you want the listeners to know about and uh, anything else I didn't ask you? Because um, yeah, I, obviously I led some of the conversation on the stuff I'm interested in, but I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to get out there. Uh, yeah, maybe something uh, about the, the macroeconomic situation and also the fundraising. Um, so we are in the midst of raising our Series A uh, uh, yeah, fundraising. And uh, I think uh, we will have some news uh, in, in, in the coming weeks, which is pretty exciting, which will be a major step, I think, for, for a Bitcoin company in Europe. I think um, we have an institutional investor uh, as our lead investor, which... Um, yeah, which we will have a strategic partnership, uh, which has never been uh, there before in Europe, uh, I guess also uh, globally, I, I, I would think. So this, this will be big for the, for the whole industry. And uh, yeah, we are uh, building 24-7 and uh, hope to bring Bitcoin to more people uh, in, the, in the coming years. Wow. Okay. Well, Series A, uh, institutional investors, uh, big times ahead. 
that sounds incredibly exciting and a good vote of confidence in what you're doing in Bitcoin itself. Uh, so, man, wish you the best of luck. Uh, we've been speaking with Daniel Winkelhammer, co-founder and CEO of 21Bitcoin. Uh, be sure to use that promo code, uh, fix the money. But Daniel, thanks so much for coming on the program and uh, hope to see you again soon. I don't know if I won't be in Innsbruck, but I'll, I'll try to make it to one of these events. And uh, who knows, might have to take the, the train and head on over to Salzburg soon. Yeah, nice, nice talking to you. Thanks. All right. Talk to you soon. content, articles, and podcasts like this, go to fixthemoney.net.